As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Support WrestleTalk! Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Gabbana. Hey, I'm Double J, Jeff here. This is Rich Swan. Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, both the Ravens. Nevermore. Wrestle Talk. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Corporate Chopper Pete Quinnell, and I'm joined by Randy Andy Datsun. Oh, I'm feeling Randy, Pete. I'm also very sleepy. But mm-hmm. I'm here for a good time, and I'm hoping also to share it with you. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. yeah. So how you doing, Randy? Other than being very sleepy, I'm all right. I'm all right. I had a really nice uh, time with some uh, virtual friends last night. They're real friends, mm-hmm. but I I, I <laughs> no, played no. with them virtually. But no virtual friends. That's kind of now. Um, and I watched One Division. Uh, mm-hmm. Yesterday, my uh, every week, uh, my lady partner and I sit in our in our in our own homes, uh, separate homes, and we watch One Division together. Um, nice. Yes, I enjoyed it a lot because I I'm not that bothered about Marvel. Like I like mm-hmm. enjoy it, but I'm not like whoa, yeah. my god. But I enjoy it because she sits there for 40 minutes, going, oh, "That's a reference to that." That's a reference to that. And I just, I enjoy the fact that she's having such a wonderful time watching. And at the end of it, she's like, oh, that was just so amazing. I'm like, yes, yes, it was, it was amazing. It was. I'm so glad that you thought it was great. That's, that's, that's very wholesome. And I'm, I'm glad we, I'm glad we could enjoy this together. Um, okay. I, I, I was waiting for the, now I love a very, <laughs> but the one problem I have is. <laughs> no, no, no. Nothing but love today. Nothing but love. Oh, very good. Very good. Is that um, why you're feeling Randy? Anyway. It is. It's our two-year um, anniversary on Friday, so I've got to feel Randy. Oh, 
Yeah, that's a true. week of randiness. No oh, god. Uh, a week, Jesus. Um, all right. Mm. Uh, let's get into talking about uh, SmackDown. Uh, we've got some more stuff to talk about in the outro, but uh, for now, let's talk about SmackDown. Where we're going to be talking about the possibility that it might be Edge versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, not Edge versus Roman Reigns. Let's talk about it. First thing we're going to be talking about today is this whole angle that's brewing between Edge, Daniel Bryan, and Roman Reigns, which started off with the opening segment on this show, um, which started off with, of course, it's SmackDown, so Reigns has to come out. That's just how it goes now. Yes. Um, there was a very long recap. It was like a five-minute video package of what happened at Elimination Chamber, and then after the match with Edge coming out and spearing Reigns and pointing at the WrestleMania sign and fireworks going off. That doesn't mean he chose him necessarily. Isn't that right, Louis Dangle? Um, I would put good money. Good money. On the fact that next week's SmackDown will be opened by Roman Reigns cutting a promo. You might be right with that. Who can mm. possibly say? Um, but uh, yes, he, uh, Roman got lots of pyro. He got one on the, on the ramp of him holding up the title. And then they showed the recap video. And then he was in the ring and he held up his title. And then there was more pyro again. I was like, hell yeah. Spending that pyro budget well. Um, he got a, a decent promo, him just saying, like, look, SmackDown needs me. I'm the greatest. Elimination Chamber needed me, and that's why I defended my title. I'm the best. Um, but other people will come out here and do some sort of celebration ceremony and uh, rub it in their face. But not me. I'm above that. Because mm. if it's not perfect, it's not me. And Elimination Chamber wasn't perfect thanks to Edge. I was like, okay, that's a pretty decent segue of him being like, I'm amazing, to also I hate Edge. Yeah. Though it worked pretty well. Um, weirdly, though... Roman started saying like, hey, Edge, there's still time to like not challenge me if you want to. You know, you you can still back out of it and just go home and no one would judge you. It's fine. Which I thought was really strange because for me, like the last few weeks of promos has been Roman saying, Edge, you have to challenge me. Like if you want a main event WrestleMania, there's only one person you can pick. Please pick me the whole time. But now that Edge has actually picked him, he's like, "Mm, actually, Maybe don't pick me, which I thought was weird. And it didn't it didn't play off to me as like, oh, God, he's actually picked me. And now I regret my decisions. That's not how it, it seemed to me. It felt more him just like just going against what he said before. It didn't seem like a change of heart. Yeah, this didn't make any sense. Um, mm. Now, first of all, I like Roman a lot and I really like the character he's playing. But I would also like a different start to SmackDown at some point. Because it's got to the point where you where SmackDown starts, you go, oh, am I am I watching last week's show? Oh no, it is this week's show. Okay, cool. Um, a couple of the website writers, Nate and and Tempest, uh, were saying like, look, it's he's a great character, but it, you know the formula for SmackDown now, and it's getting a bit tedious. Uh, and I can I can see that. Um, yeah. Yeah, but the promo started well, and then it and then it did get into kind of, wait, what? You've been spending a long time going, Edge. There is only one man who you're facing. The only, there's only one person who is going to main event WrestleMania, and that's me. So you should pick me. Now, the only way that they can kind of get around this to make sense, I guess, is Roman saying, "I mean, you attacked me last week." Or, well, you attacked me at the Elimination Chamber. 
I'm now giving you the opportunity to basically escape my wrath. Mm -hmm. But he didn't say that. No. So it doesn't make sense. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think think this was a real weird one. I don't don't know quite how this got signed off on. I don't know why Roman would... I don't wait. Maybe Roman said the wrong thing. I don't know, um, but it, in in just that, in this kind of in a nutshell, that sort of mini Roman promo nutshell, it didn't make any sense at all for him to suddenly go. You can you can back out now because yeah. why would he? Especially after Louis Dangle put good money on that much not happening. Exactly. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, maybe he's right. Maybe this is the out. For, for Edge and it won't happen you know it won't be Reigns versus Edge and Louis Dangle's good money will actually you know maybe it will come through um, but yeah I mean this felt a bit weird but instead of Edge coming out it was Daniel Bryan um, who of course Reigns beat at Elimination Chamber after Bryan won the Chamber match itself um, I thought this was a great little line from Bryan saying that hey look I was in your very first match in WWE and I was like oh yeah he was huh that's cool um, yeah. And he was saying, look, I know how special you are. Um, and I, I don't want people to think you're some kind of fake champion. Like, I know you're great. I don't want people to think that, you know, you're, you're not a fighting champion or there's some sort of blemish on your record or whatever. I want you to defend that title one on one with me at Fastlane. If you beat me, then you can truly call yourself a champion going into WrestleMania. Because right now, you you know, he's taken coward's ways out and you know his his record's been completely kind of blemished and things like that um but yeah i i thought this was a great little promo um and then jay uso comes in and she says nah <laughs> which i lo- i love jay uso's character that he's got alongside reigns reigns the very kind of cool calm collected guy he's very intimidating and threatening and you know he he does kind of like the simmering like um He's got like anger bubbling away underneath. Jay's very just open with his anger and just shouts at stuff, which I think just works so well in contrast with Roman. He just grabs the mic off Brian and he's like, you just got to stop talking. Like, cause uh, you, you go and get gut and stuff like that. And then just hands it the mic back. It's great. Have you seen Futurama? Do you watch Futurama? Bits of it. Oh, cause there's a Don bot in there in the, and then he's got a sidekick called Clamps who just wants to clamp everything in his clamps. And that's, I just feel like, so Roman's sort of the Dombot, like, mm, sort of hanging back. And then Jay's just like, ah! Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I really like this promo from Brian because it it makes a lot of sense, which I know is, like, he's he's playing to what he know will provoke Roman, which is, man, you're a coward, mm-hmm. but I'm giving you an opportunity to prove that you're not. And that's the sort of, Proving who he is is a big part of this storyline for him. He's People proving that he's him. exactly. He needs to prove that he's the tribal chief, and you, the the suggestion to him that he's a coward is like a sort of blemish on his dynasty, on on his on his role as leader of the tribe. Um, so it was a really clever bit of sort of storytelling from that point of view. I mean, I imagine it, it's going to be Roman against. Brian at Fast Lane, and then I guess that sort of brings us on to our point. Obviously, they had the match later. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Jay Uso then attacked Brian. Um. There's a nice little line from from Reigns after uh, Brian gets the mic handed back to him. Um. Reigns just goes, "After everything I did, you want me to hurt you again?" And I was like, "Hmm, 
I believe you. Um, mm. And then Jey Uso comes in and just super kicks Brian and just beats him up a little bit. Sets up the main event match, which is uh, Daniel Bryan versus Jey Uso. And if Bryan wins, then he gets gifted a universal title shot at Fastlane. Um, interestingly, this next bit, I don't know how to feel about. Because Edge went backstage to Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville and said, hey, guys, we need to have a chat. So last I heard, it was going to be me and Daniel Bryan teaming up to take on Roman Reigns and Jey Uso at Fastlane. And I was like, okay, that's news to me. Um, and then he was saying, so what's happening? Bryan's just saying now he's going to get a universal title shot. Like he competed in the Royal Rumble that I won. And yet he's getting a universal title shot before me. How does that, how does that check out? What's, what's the meaning behind this? And at first I was like, oh, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Like that really checks out. That's actually really good character continuity. I really like that. And then I thought about it more and I was like, mm, yeah. does it though? It was it was the second promo that didn't make any sense. Uh, mm. because I mean, I know he was away for eight or nine years. So he may not have been watching the fast lane very much, but yeah, there's always a different challenger <laughs> at fast lane and elimination <laughs> yeah. chamber. That's how it works. They specifically say, if you win the Royal Rumble, you get a championship match at WrestleMania, not Fastlane or Elimination Chamber. This is just how it, this is just how it works, Edge. Um, so, yeah, there was some clumsy storytelling on this show as a whole. Yeah. There was some great, good bits of storytelling, but this, this was clumsy. It felt like they wrote it, went, yep, and didn't actually think about it at all. Um, it was like, oh, we need Edge to have a problem with this. Um, Because it just makes Edge look a bit whiny, and we don't want Edge to look whiny. We want him to look like kind of CrossFit Edge, the sort of Logan Edge, as they call him. Um, Yeah, yeah, didn't like this, I'm afraid. Um, It's a shame, because at first I was like, that's a cool character beat. I like that. And then I started thinking about it more, and I was like, actually that doesn't make sense because yeah. What, what do you expect them to just not have title shots at elimination chamber yeah. and fast lane? Like I want is one. what it is. Yeah. yeah. Which is a bit weird. Cause the whole point of the rumble is that you get to go to WrestleMania, you know, the big you point at the sign, the point at the sign, etc. Yeah. Um, whereas Brian is getting a shot at fast lane, which doesn't count as much for some reason, even though he could still be the champion, which is what edge wants. Anyway, Let's not get into that. Um, we then got um, a uh, the main event uh, we got to later. There was also a, another backstage promo between uh, Edge and Daniel Bryan um, where kind of there were a little bit more tension and stuff where um, Edge was saying, good job, Edge was saying um, that he... Uh, I'm getting very distracted because Andy fumbled a thing and now he's frozen completely. It's really distracting me. Um, Edge was saying that he reckons he can uh he reckons that daniel bryan can beat roman reigns at fast lane and if he does then it will become edge versus bryan at wrestlemania which it might um so i thought this was quite curious hi andy welcome back i thought this was quite curious with the edge <laughs> and bryan uh promo uh do you want to know what happened sure hit me with it i was getting I, I was unlocking my phone to look at my notes. I mm-hmm. dropped my phone. The corner of my phone hit the airplane mode button. 
and it turned my laptop onto airplane mode. <laughs> Which turned your internet off. That's oh, amazing. wow. That was so unlikely. Sorry, yeah. everyone. I'm back. Have you, have you considered writing your notes on your laptop? No, but then I can't. No, he's gone again. I want to see you. I want to be able to see you. It, you know what you can do? You can, you can go between tabs. I know that's a function on, on internet browsers, is to go between two different tabs, no, which is what I do. This is how I've always done it. And I know you're going between different tabs because I can see the light changing on your face. So I know you're already doing it, Andy. Anyway, I'm not doing it. I, I haven't changed a single tab. It might be my phone, the color of my phone changing. Mental. Anyway, anyway, um, <laughs> it was Edge Daniel Bryan promo, um, and uh, yeah, I thought it was curious to try and again build a little bit more tension between Edge and Bryan. Um, it was just ahead of the the main event match. I still, I don't think it's where we're going, especially based on the events of the the main event. But I like the fact that they're they're making it seem like it's a possibility. In comparison to something like Bianca Belair challenging Asuka, which was never a possibility, this actually feels like it could be something. They're trying to build a potential seed of something happening, um, which led into the, the main event, Bryan versus Uso. Great match. Of course, it's a great match. It's Jey Uso versus Daniel Bryan. How would it not be? Uh, Jay working over Bryan's knee the whole time, which was great. Um, and then an interesting finish, which was um, them spilling to the outside. And Jay just continuing to beat up Brian on the outside and like grabs his knee and shoves it into the steel step so that Brian can't get back in the ring. And it's a double count out. Now, yeah. normally I'd be really against double count outs because they're a bit boring. They're a bit of a cop out and nothing really happens. But this one I think made sense because the entire point of this match was to stop Brian from winning. It wasn't about Jay winning. It was about just making sure that Brian doesn't win. And he achieved that. He doesn't care whether he wins or loses. He wants to hurt Brian and make sure he doesn't win, which is what he did. Um, and then afterwards, Roman came out. Um, uh, Brian started to come back and put in the the yes lock on Jay and stuff. But Roman came back, beat up Brian for a little bit. Brian then put in the yes lock on Roman. But then Jay hit a brutal looking super kick, which I loved. It was like um, the spot he does to the backs of people's knees when he just jumps and just stomps on the back of their knee. He did mm. that, but on Brian's face, it was great. I loved it. I went back and watched it again and I was like, crikey, that was a stiff yeah. looking super kick. I loved it. And loved then uh, Roman hit a spear and a guillotine stand tool to win the show. Yeah. Like the, the, like I said, the, the, the promos earlier in the, in the show put sort of took me out of it a bit. But then this happens, you're like, Oh no no! This is going to be really cool because we are going to get Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan at Fastlane. It's just it is going to happen. Um, I'd put good money. I would too. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the just the idea of a Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan singles match is enough to keep me invested. To be honest, mm -hmm. um, I like the fact that Bryan keeps getting that little suggestion that he could win. And then it gets quashed. So I think that match is going to be great. It's going to be full of really close calls. There's going to be a yeah. moment where you're like, Brian has to tap. Yeah, Brian like, has to tap now. Or yeah. he hits like a, a like two double like a two running knees, and you're like, mm. that's it. And then yeah. it just doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm really really looking forward to that match. Um, I just hope that. Edge doesn't get involved because that would yeah. really. Well, I, it, I think it would really suck if 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 he was just really bratty and like. Well, I wanted to be in the match. Well, I think that 
it could work if Edge is the one that equalizes Jey Uso. If Jey Uso starts getting involved, Edge comes out and just spears Jey and like, mm. you know, takes him out of the match or like brawls with him to the back or something like that. And then Brian has like another hope spot on top of that and gets in the yes lock on Reigns after that. And then you're like, oh God, Brian's going to win. I think mm. that could that could work, but it would have to be done carefully. And you'd have to make sure that Edge doesn't come off as just inserting himself where he doesn't belong properly. Yeah. Um, but we'll we'll see when we get to it. But it gets to, to, to the actual title of the video. It's probably not going to be Edge versus Brian at WrestleMania, but if it was, if Brian manages to beat Reigns and we got Edge versus Brian at WrestleMania, I don't know if I'd mind that. Because don't get me wrong, I no. love Reigns. I love Reigns' character. I love what he's been doing with the title. I, d- I don't mind if Bri- if Brian wins and we get versus Edge at Mania. I think that would still be really, really good. I think it would s- yeah, still yeah. have a really good it, story. It would be fantastic. The, my own... The, yeah, I, I really doubt it's going to happen There's just because you need Roman in the main event. And if you need Roman in the main event, you need him to be holding a title, really, because otherwise it's just Roman's in the main event without a title. Um, I think... But if it was Ro- to happen... Yes. Roman versus Edge is such a WrestleMania main event that I can't... I just can't look past it. But if it were to happen another way, then I... Yeah, like you said, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, even though I do want Reigns to hold on to the title because I think his his character is almost owed that, if that makes mm. sense. Like it, his character works so much more with the title than without. Um, yeah, I'd be totally okay with him him holding on to it, of course. But if he loses it, I still think I'd be okay with it. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom 
like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, but before we get on to uh, talking about the rest of the show, we've got a couple bits and pieces to get to. First things first, Mr. Datsun, you mm. lost the last season of Wrestle League, uh, which culminated at the Royal Rumble. And thank you to our lovely pledge hammers over on Patreon, patreon.com slash WrestleTalk. They got to vote. Well, we got some suggestions from our $25 and above backers. And then we had a poll that everyone got to vote on for. The poll results are in. And your music video punishment that you will be doing at some point, probably just before WrestleMania, is fabulous by Carmella. I am feeling pretty F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S. You are. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a hell of a time. Um, It is. And if you've ever wondered what I look like in a leotard while moonwalking, you won't have to wonder for much longer. Oof. I genuinely can't wait because especially because Andy was the one who really pushed the fans to vote on Ass Man. Mm. So now a little bit of retribution, I think, which is nice. Retribution? Oh retribution no. on SmackDown. They're gonna hack the stream. Yeah. Uh yeah. I'm thoroughly excited for Fabulous. I think you're going to be fabulous. I think so too. Um mm. I know you want me to try and rap it properly in a proper rapper's voice. Please please do. I don't have a proper rapper's voice. I'm That's I will... the point. I will try both ways and see which is it's which is worse, basically. The um, rapper's voice will be worse, and please, please do it. It will make you so uncomfortable, just like I was uncomfortable doing Ass Man, and it will be great. Yeah, I make all the fellas go burr or whatever it is <laughs> in the in the song. <laughs> If you guys Why do I always get songs about clubbing and and men and stuff? It's just you. It's just you. That's who you are deep down inside. <laughs> yeah, I love Clearly. clubs. If you guys haven't heard the fabulous theme song in a while, because obviously Carmel has changed her theme song now and she was off TV for a while before that, go listen to it again, because there's a lot of rapping in it that I didn't realize. God, there's the whole F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S-E-S bit. But then there's also just like straight, Iggy Azalea style rapping in it, which I just want Andy to do. I think it's going to be fantastic. A lot of, I've been called the Iggy Azalea of Southeast England a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I imagine I'll be very accurate. Yeah, of course. I, I'm so excited. Uh, so that'll be coming just before WrestleMania as well. Uh, and also, fun, exciting news, guys, for this very podcast. Fans of the SmackDown podcast, all three of you, it's going to be some exciting news because we've seen some people in the comments saying that SmackDown should go live like the Raw and AEW podcasts are. And as of next Saturday, we will be going live. What? At 3 p.m. P- UK time. At no the same way. time that, that the Raw and AEW streams are on. Andy, you're the worst. 
we're going to be going we're going to be uh, live streaming these on the wrestle talk podcast channel um as of next saturday so get excited for that come by you see on this little banner it's got over here it's got a little donation link down there wrestletalk.com support that's for when we go live which is next week you guys can get in your hyper chats we get to hear your feedback live on air and all that fun stuff so yeah exciting times everybody tune in next week 3 p.m time and we'll be live Woohoo! Woo! Right. you guys asked for it so we're doing it yeah um, we are right. we listen to our fans we are wwe <laughs> exactly yeah uh, you guys are the authority um let's talk about the rest of the show um obviously it opened with reigns as we've spoken about um after that we got the um a tag team match of chad gable and otis versus the mysterios a rematch from last week which this time had a clean finish so last week otis seemingly just turned heel right and was just acting like a heel they got DQ'd because Gable wouldn't leave the ring. Otis just continually was splashing Rey Mysterio after the bell and hit a big like top rope one after the match was finished and everything. I said, there is no story here. It's really dumb. Otis is just a heel for no reason. It's not some sort of manipulation on Gable's part. He's just, he knew what he was doing. It's sure it was Gable that said it, but Otis was the one that knew what he was doing and did it. And this week I feel incredibly vindicated because he was a heel in this match. He, he was he was angry he was he wasn't doing any of his oh yeah stuff he didn't do a caterpillar he was he's he's just a heel now that's what he do otis used splash but nothing happened uh yeah that's happened actually it did um yeah he's just a heel now uh what a turn what a what a story they have told uh with otis <laughs> And, He's now a sorry, heel. Sorry to butt in. I just want to say as well, because I also said last week that loads of people are going to tell me what the story actually is that they're trying to tell. And I said that any story that you come up with, that's you telling the story based on the logic of WWE's continuity, not the story that they're telling. And again, I feel very vindicated because there's no mention of anything that happened with Otis, you know, losing Mandy, losing money in the bank briefcase or any of his corruption by Gable. Sure, Gable's coaching him and telling him like hey man calm down come over here do a tag whatever none of that is about turning otis heel none of it and otis just doing his stuff and just splashing people continually and being a heel now and being angry is him just being a heel that's that's just what it is there's no story the story here actually is Mm -hmm. they needed a heel tag team to go up against the the, uh, mysterios uh and here you go so we're just gonna turn him heel Mm-hmm. Yeah, he stopped using the the caterpillar, uh, so he's turned from caterpillar into butterfly. This guy, guess, because he flies and does the splash. Um, mm-hmm. It was something. Have you seen? You know, Bugs Life. I know of it. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen Bugs Life. I haven't seen Bugs oh, Life. Well, I'm gonna, this is making sense then, because there's a big butterfly, a giant caterpillar in that who turns into a butterfly and he goes, I'm a big, beautiful butterfly. And that's what I saw when Otis flew through, flew through the air. Great. Yeah. It's a more, it's more of a heel finisher. It more of a heel finisher. Now. I just don't care. No, that's, that's the worst thing is Otis was one of the most over baby faces at one point. Mm. And a heel turn from Otis should be a massive deal. Like, 
one of the guys who the whole story with Mandy, everyone was super into. Everyone loved Otis and they've just chipped away through the whole year and made everyone not care about him so that now when he turns ill, everyone goes, huh. And that's it. That's the entirety of people's feelings about this. Well, my feelings anyway. But I represent everybody. I'm the voice of the people. Um, Thankfully, not all heel turns on SmackDown are bad. Good segue, mate. Good segue. Because this one, I love this. Apollo Crews comes out after his full-on heel turn that's been kind of bubbling away for a little bit. He's been acting heelish for a little while now with his whole insistence on repeatedly um, challenging Big E for the title and things like that. Full-on heel turn here. New presentation of Apollo, which I loved. Came out in brand new attire, all green and white, with a cool like uh, scarf, towel thing, whatever it was. Um, also green and white cut a promo before his match with Shinsuke Nakamura of him just leaning into his Nigerian descent and Mm. just said, I am a true African-American. I wasn't born here. I was born in Nigeria. That's where I'm from. And he said, you know, that um, he comes from Nigerian royalty, that his grandfather used to own certain uh, parts of it and said that he used to have five wives. And um, at some point, you know, if, if people were misbehaving, he'd give them the steel and things like that. And I was like, this is really cool. I'm I'm really enjoying this. Um, yeah, I I really like this new presentation of Apollo. I think it makes him look like such a badass, and uh, yeah, and I think it just looks good as well. Like the actual attire itself just has a nice design. It it just makes him feel fresh and new and special, and that's exactly what you want for a brand new character. I thought it was looked really really good here. Yeah, like I absolutely agree with everything you say. I, I'm just interested to see where they kind of go with it now. I mean, do they have him face Biggie at Fastlane? Is this is this the WrestleMania feud? Because if Apollo changed his character to this and then just loses to Biggie at Fastlane, then you're sort of oh okay, what now? Sort of. Um, I think I think there is a chance that he could beat Big E. Um, I definitely think there's a chance that he could beat Big E, which would then maybe open up Big E to going after Roman after WrestleMania or whoever comes out of that the Universal Championship match with the with the belt. But as of right now, I'm really like really into this character. I thought it's a it felt real. It felt like this is mm. this is a this is a promo coming from sort of actually within him rather than Oh, did you say you're from Nigeria? Oh well, okay. Here's lots of Nigerian things for you to do. Then like, it, it it didn't feel like a WWE promo. It felt like an Apollo Cruise promo, and yet it's always so much better. Yeah, um, and he followed it, followed it up with a really cool, like, really fun match. Um, and it just yeah. By the end of this show, I was much more invested in Apollo Cruise, who up until now was more of a sort of just frustrated heel. But now he has a character, which he didn't have before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, I think that character lends itself so well to the story that's been told so far as well. And like you said, it felt real. And that's been a lot of the the praise that I've heaped on to the Apollo Crews Big E feud so far, is that mm. a lot of it felt very real. Like the heat between them felt like legitimate. So this just kind of compounded that and made him feel even more special. And like, like you said, this felt like an Apollo promo that came from him. Um, mm. like he, he had a lot of um creative control on it and i didn't even think about the fact that yeah it, it could have been in the wrong hands 
turned into a very kind of stereotypical WWE character. And I'm really glad that it hasn't. This is still just a guy who's a wrestler who wants to do well, who just happens to have a certain kind of descent that he's kind of leaning on rather than, you know, Jinder Mahal, who was Indian man was his character. Ten ten years ago, Apollo would have come out and done a phony Nigerian accent. Mm, Yeah. 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 So thankful they aren't doing that anymore. Like Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston mm-hmm. isn't even from Jamaica. Sorry to break the wall, break the fourth wall. He's Ghanaian. Um, and they announce him as that now, from Ghana, West Africa. Yeah, I know, which is good, because that's where he's yeah. from. Yeah. It, it's like, what's this? Um, uh, Mohamed Hassan. He's Italian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but like you said, felt real, loved it, thought this was great. Um, and he also won with the angle slam. New finisher, yeah, it seems like. That's I'm all cool. for. That's Love nice. That like it. Yeah, yeah. It's a good move. I'm not opposed to him doing the, the big old spin out power bomb as well, because that's still a cool move as well. I think it still works for a heel, but mm. if he's got kind of more finishes in his arsenal. Great. Love it. Um, yeah, he, he beats this guy clean. And if he does go on to challenge Big E, I kind of want him to win. I love Big E, but Big E can bounce back from that. Apollo yeah. needs a win here. If he's got this brand new character, he needs to win. Because if he loses, then he's going to be destroyed from there on out. And it's, yeah, it's dangerous because they need they need a conclusive finish. Mm-hmm. At, whenever they next have a match, they need a conclusive finish. Because if they do a screwy finish at Fastlane, they go, oh, well, I guess we'll just have to have them again at WrestleMania. I'll be much less excited because it's like, oh, okay, well, mm-hmm. I have now seen this match a lot. Yeah, what what I'd want, I think, is to to have them just have a match at WrestleMania, not Fastlane. I think maybe Apollo has a showcase match at Fastlane, and that's when Biggie comes back and hmm. maybe attacks him as retribution kind of thing for for putting him out for a little bit, and that sets up their Mania match. They have that Apollo wins, not necessarily like super duper clean and like dominant or anything, but he just manages to like eke out the win and Biggie go on to have a feud with someone else after after me. Like I said, move up a little bit and challenge someone else. I think that'd be great. Um mm. but yes. After that we had uh Liv Morgan versus Tamina, which was as Ollie mentioned in the Raw review um on Monday, they had a complete throwaway Divas era style women's match. This was that again. Uh they didn't get entrances. Um they were already there. Liv Morgan's music was playing as the bell rang and they just started. The match went about two minutes. Tamina hit the world's softest slam in the world and then won. It was, yeah. Pete warned me beforehand. Don't go too much into this. But yeah, it was a really, really bad finisher. Like she's hit it. She's hit it better. I know. she, she had a really reason. good one. I think it was last week. She had a really good slam. I was like, ooh, that's a nice looking slam. And then she did the same one here. And I was like, hmm. For some reason, something didn't work. Either as she was swinging Liv round, she lost her balance. And therefore, when she slammed her, she was just falling over. And therefore, when she slammed Liv, instead of going, slam, it was, <laughs> and it just, it. I almost wish they had thought on the fly, She'd picked up Liv again and hit a Samoan drop or something like that just to make it look look more impactful. Because what this looked like is that Liv was so incapacitated by this slam, she can't get up. And like you said, two minutes, 
I don't care. And I no. and unfortunately, since the Royal Rumble, the SmackDown women's division has really lost my interest because yeah. of the way that they are portraying everyone. And we'll, I mean, mm-hmm. we'll get onto that a bit more later, but yeah, I'm not enjoying this at all. No. Um, and speaking of feeling vindicated about stuff, we'll talk about this briefly. Uh, Natalia and Tamina, best friends. I made a joke last week, just being like, best friends? Since when? When's that happened? Got a load of people tweeting me and leaving comments and stuff, being like, oh, well, they've both, they're both veterans in WWE. They've obviously best friends. They've been around each other for years and years and years. That's, they've been friends for ages. Mm. On commentary, Michael Cole said, this newfound friendship with Tamina and Natalia, I was like, see? Even they say that. Is it newfound or are they best friends? I hey. don't know. They don't know either. Best friends at first sight. Hate that. Hate all of that. That sucks. Also, Michael Cole said that Natalia's new catchphrase is she's gone from reliable to undeniable, which is what Cody said in his really good promo against Jericho way back in the day. But worse. It's also not true. Yeah. Also gone from reliable to reliable. reliable. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she is the same wrestler she was 10 years ago. That's just, oh man, hate that. Listen, I'm I'm no AEW mark, but if you're going to rip off something that AEW did, at least do it better. Jesus, don't just have Michael Cole just say, oh, by the way, there's this thing that Natalia says now, reliable to undeniable, which why would you tell us that Natalia says that instead of having Natalia say it? That's probably the way to show us that Natalia says that. Yeah. WWE angers me sometimes. Anywho, speaking of things that anger me, um, up next, we had Bianca Belair walking backstage with the commentary saying, tonight's the night where Bianca Belair is going to choose her WrestleMania opponent. So I said, like every other week when she's going to choose her WrestleMania opponent then because she's been on the verge of doing it for weeks. And then it's either Nia Jax or Shayna Baszler or Sasha or Reginald or Carmella or someone comes out, something happens, and then Bianca doesn't reveal it. So she's already known for weeks who she's going to be picking but for some reason tonight is the night that she's going to choose because they've tonight not told us the a night. reason why she's been <laughs> delaying yeah 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 and then okay. it didn't it didn't help that the following segment was just really annoying so <laughs> i feel like i have a lot to say about this and i'm going to try and keep it short but brief version is I hate it when WWE insults the fans' intelligence because with Edge, you knew it was going to be Roman, right? You you understood it was going to be Roman. But they had Edge appear on NXT. He cut a promo with Finn Balor. He appeared on Raw to try and set up a potential thing with Drew. And Edge said, I'm going to wait until Chamber to reveal my pick. Even if we all knew that he was going to pick Roman, we said, okay, Elimination Chamber after that. Edge is going to pick. That's when he's going to choose because he wants to see logically who's going to be the champion. Cool. That makes sense. Bianca has had no such treatment. She has just known who she's going to pick and has just not picked for reasons unknown. Yeah. She's not had any storyline progression with Asuka. She might have appeared on Raw once, I think, if memory serves. In comparison, she's been having promo segments with Sasha 
since the Rumble, has been teaming with her and had a women's tag title match with Sasha at Elimination Chamber. Who could she possibly pick out of those two? And then they had the goal to bring her out to the ring on SmackDown. Who do you think she's going to pick? The Raw Women's Champion Asuka on SmackDown. Then they played video packages of saying, who are you going to pick? Is it Asuka? And they showed a video clip of Asuka and all her cool bits. I'm like, why are we wasting time on this? Stop insulting our intelligence. I, I, I just, I don't get it. Because it just, it's it's insulting our intelligence to think that it could possibly be Asuka from everything that they've presented to for them to then go, but it could be Asuka, couldn't it? It's it's ridiculous. I hate it so much, and it really wound me up. Shocker, she chose Sasha. What? Yeah, oh, I know, I was right? so sure. Crazy. She... Yeah. This sucked. Yeah, it did. Uh, and I really don't like what they're doing with Sasha. They're making her unlikable somehow. Which is fine to a degree. If she's going to play the heel in this feud, sure, fine. But you're making her legitimately unlikable rather than a cool heel. And those are two different yeah. things. And I wish I'd saved a picture, but there's just a picture of what really annoys me about this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it's a picture of Bianca sort of beaming like, and mm-hmm. pointing at the sign. And then Sasha's going as well. It's like, <laughs> it's not a photo opportunity. <laughs> but well, this is actually, what... hold up. That's no, exactly what it, it is. is. You're but pointing it at the sign. It feel like up. that. And it's yeah. like, we're all so happy we're facing each other. You're my little sister. Oh, you're my role model. It's like, oh, have a match because you want to fight each other, not because you're friends. Like, they, they're trying, they're somehow trying to make this again about friendship or about like mentorship. Like, women's feuds can be something else. I, oh, it really gets, gets me. And I want, Bianca's character to be, I'm the best and I'm going to beat you because I am the best. That should be it. Not, I like smiling and I'm good at wrestling and I'm going to point at things. It's like, (laughs) oh! (sighs) So that's the bit that wound you up. There There was obviously the whole thing before about insulting intelligence. And also, Reginald was there. Yeah, why? Who is this guy? Why is, did he, did he get a, did he, did he, Somehow managed to get his way into an amazing contract. I don't understand. He's Carmella's sommelier. He's Carmella's second-hand person. And yet, he has had more involvement in this feud than Sasha has. (laughs) Like, Okay, that's an exaggeration. But still, like, my God. This guy is involved in every segment that these guys do. And he says nothing the entire time. He just goes, did you know that Sasha's great? And if you pick her, you're gonna lose. It's like, you've said that for four weeks now. Say something else, you moron. And he doesn't add anything. I'm assuming it's gonna lead to Sasha getting Reginald in her services, kind of completing the whole being the heel for the match and stuff. And Reginald's gonna be... Sasha's sommelier or whatever, and she's just going to hijack Carmella's gimmick just straight up. I, 
sure, whatever. You don't need to have all of this, though. None of this adds to any of the story that they're telling right now. This didn't add to Bianca's announcement. This didn't add to their entire feud, their gimmick of their their feud of sisters, friends, you know, whatever they're doing. Reginald doesn't add to it in any way. There's no need for him to be here. All it does is takes away from your top women's feud. He's a man in a women's feud. Stop it. It angers me so much. What I'll say is that despite her picking Sasha... Yeah, I would put good money <laughs> on her actually picking Asuka. Uh, I can see that. Money. I can see that happening. Good money, Dangor. Mm. Hold on. Let me check. Is this the thing that I think it is? It's too it's... obvious. <laughs> it's too obvious. Why does he look like a four-year-old in that picture? Because he is. That's true. It's too. It's just too obvious. It's too. <laughs> it it's too early. It's too obvious. I don't know why she picks Asha. It's just too obvious. Anyway, I hated that. Um, Literally, as Carmella's music hit and Reginald walks... Reginald had his own Titantron, by the way, guys. He had his own little Reginald graphics (laughs) in the background. Hated that. As soon as that music hit, I just wrote in all capitals, F off Reginald (laughs) in my notes. I feel sorry for him because he's just doing what he's told. He's such an idiot. I don't hate him. I'm sure he's a lovely guy and he can do some cool things and some flips and stuff. I despise his character and his involvement in this entire feud. Stop booking him in this. It makes me so mad. Anyway, Zayn and Corbin were backstage. They had Mm. a tag match against the Street Profits. And uh, Corbin, I think, actually made a lot of sense when he went to Sami Zayn. He was like, why are we tagging? And I was like, oh, thank God. He actually like referenced it. Um, He heals. Yeah, why why are we tagging now? And Zayn was like, actually, that was my idea because, you know, we had some great chemistry before the Chamber when we had our little tag matches and stuff. We qualified for the Chamber together. We're great. We could dominate the tag division. And weirdly, Corbin had to agree, but also say no at the same time. So he was like, yeah, we could, but also I don't like your documentary crew. Yeah, that's what I think. Okay. Nope. And then uh, and then they had a tag match against Street Profits, which uh, was fine. Um, but there was a it was a distraction finish because the documentary crew were filming Corbin and he didn't like that. So which distracted Zane, which allowed Ford to hit a dive onto Corbin. Dawkins hit the neckbreaker onto uh, Zane, and then there was a big old springboard frog splash from uh, Ford for the win. What I don't understand is why Corbin doesn't like being filmed. You're on international TV, bud. There's cameras everywhere. Why are these yeah, cameras? But there different? are more cameras now, and they're really distracting. And the thing is, if he's going to complain about cameras getting too close, have you seen some of the close-ups they do on the show? And the camera people are like, here? It's like after a backstage promo where someone goes, I'm going to face you. And then they go, hmm. And then the cameras go, (laughs) (laughs) Camera goes right in, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, The WWE camera guys are invisible. That's just something you have to buy into in the mythos of WWE is they don't actually exist. Anywho. Um, yeah, it was fine. True Profits got another win. Dirty Dogs were backstage drinking from Red Solo Cups, so we're probably getting another feud out of them because that's what we need. Yeah. Uh, we then had the Brian and Edge backstage promo. We then had uh, Seth Rollins came out. Um, I really like the segment. Uh, he came out and started to cut a promo, but Cesaro just came straight out and was like, I'm not having any of your BS. Just came out just in jeans. Yeah. I, thought he looked re- it, I just thought he looked really cool. He did look cool, but it's 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 also like... Why isn't he wearing a shirt? 
I think it would have been cool if he came out wearing a shirt and then took it off on his way to the ring. So it was just like he yeah. was in casual wear and then just took off his shirt. Showing yeah, because otherwise it looks like thing. he's standing backstage just... <laughs> just without a top on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but regardless, he looks cool. Uh, yeah. He came out and Rollins managed to cut what I thought was a really cool promo of him just saying, like, look, every time you get so close to becoming a star, you always fall short. And he was like, why do you always fall short? I was like, uh, it's something that rhymes with uh, Mince McCam. Something like that, I think, is the reason why he doesn't reach superstardom. Um, but uh, then he's saying, look, just come with me. I've I've smashed the glass ceiling. I've grabbed all the brass rings. I'm a megastar. I have killer instinct, and I can give it to you. All you need to do is join me. And Cesaro was like, <laughs> no. And then he, he picked up Rollins into the swing position. Rollins kept the mic, and I love this little touch. Kept the mic, and while he was in the swing position, just said to Cesaro, like he was talking to a dog, he was like, drop me, drop me, drop me. And Cesaro didn't. And then he swung him around. I loved this because somehow Rollins was wearing like uh, an open jacket and he's, he swung him so hard, his jacket fell off, which was amazing. I, uh, I would also loved have loved it if Rollins had still managed to hold on to the microphones going, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, really good. Uh, I, it is always interesting when WWE cuts a promo on their own poor booking. Like, mm. why haven't you become a star? That who can say? Sorry, you you you're the ones who wrote this. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Really liked all of this. Uh, so they did the swing, and then he hit an awesome uppercut, mm -hmm. which Rollins sold like a like a champ. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And Love I guess, that. I guess this is fast lane. Probably. I hope mania, but it seems I don't know if they can extend it that long. Realistically, yeah. so maybe fast lane. Mm. Yeah. Regardless, if they have a Cesaro one, oh, don't that would be great. Um, I think it would be cool if they had a fast lane match and Rollins won, being sneaky, and then they had a mania match. I don't yeah. think I'd be opposed but, to that. But also, just the I know I'm getting my hopes up here, but the fact that they have gone with that, what's always stopped you from being a star, makes me think maybe they're finally pulling the trigger. I don't know. Even if, know, it's just, even if it's just a one-year run like Kofi had, mm -hmm. that'd, be, that'd be enough. Yeah, it would. Oh, man. I want that now. Um, yeah, regardless, if they just have a pay-per-view match, I'm going to be happy, mm. in all honesty. Um, then we had the main event of Brian versus Uso, which we've already spoken about. Um, overall, then, uh, we've actually got a poll here. I can't see which screenshot's the right one. You're going to have to do one. it. It's the last one. Yeah. According to YouTube when we actually took the uh, this poll. 45% of you gave it a 4 out of 5, a smack-tastic. 35% with a smack-bang in the middle. Uh, I'm going to go it against the majority here. Well, the majority, the highest vote here. And I'm actually going to give it a 3 out of 5. I'm going to give it a smack-bang in the middle. A, a high 3 out of 5, so kind of somewhere in the middle there. Because mm. I thought some of the stuff was really good on this show. The Apollo stuff, uh, the Brian Uso Edge stuff, with the promos not quite making sense, but still somehow maintaining mm. my interest, which is great. Um yeah, the whole Apollo presentation I thought was fantastic. Um, the Rollins-Cesaro stuff, I'm very excited for. I thought the swing and the uppercut was great. But, like, the whole of the women's division, uh, the Otis and the Gables stuff, and mm, there was a lot to not like on this show as well. So I think, yeah, three out of five is fair. I think what helped the show is that it was it had a good beginning, a good middle, and a good end. So you're like, mm. oh, that's good. I like that. And then you can kind of ignore a bit. And then, oh, that's mm. good as well. I like the Apollo stuff. 
and ignore women's stuff, and you go, oh, I like the, the final beatdown. Yeah. So I think that's why it's kind of left a good, a nice taste in a lot of people's mouths. But yeah, I think I would still go for a, like you said, three out of five, just because the women's stuff is so detrimental. It really is as well, yeah. It really is. Um, it's not just bad, it's damaging. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, thank you everyone Sims. for for voting in that poll. Uh, we'll be have more of them next week when we're going live. I forgot to put the banner back on the screen. You say so we'll be on. have more of them. We'll be having more of them when we go live next week. So <gasps> We're going live? We're next going week? live. 3 p.m. UK time. Smackdown wow. podcast going live. Smackdown um, live. Smackdown live. Exactly. Yes. I have an email here mm-hmm. um, from Adam, not that Adam, oh. uh, who said um, to the whole team at Wrestle Talk, even Nugget. I just wanted to say thank you for the entertainment over the pandemic. As a couple who have watched Quizzlemania live since number one, we've basically fallen in love with each of you. Mr. Davis's never-ending losing streak, Luke Owen's awkward heel turn despite not changing, along with the best promo in wrestling and infotainment from the almighty dong lord, Sean Ross Sapp. Hence why we bought two of his FTF t-shirts. We'll be wearing them with pride around the streets of Plymouth, even if even if this... war, even if this bastard... <sighs> saucy language... Uh, we call a new life ends in some way that returns life to normal. Please never stop Quizzlemania. It is legit. It is a legit highlight whenever it airs and has made this crap of a year bearable. We've become bigger fans of yours throughout this year and enjoy every part of your content. The news is always fun. Podcasts have their funny and serious moments. Holla holla, Randall. Um, never has a song stuck in my head more. From Smooth Pete to the egg that was Blompier, have you tried Aldi's sea, uh, sea Salt and Chardonnay Vinegar Crisps? 69p, mate. As well as all the moderators maintaining order of the comment section, I just wanted to say, he says the full thing, but I can't. F that F. Jam that jam with a jam that jam mug. A big thank you to the whole team at WrestleTalk. Much love. Adam Hollingsworth and Danielle Cooper down here in Plymouth, Devon. Thank you very much, Adam, for your email. That was very lovely. And I'm glad that however small it may be, we can help provide a couple smiles in this time. That's something you find yourself saying a lot, isn't it? What's that? However small it may be, I'm glad it could uh, provide a smile. Yeah. Um, Yes. I'm I'm so glad that my my legacy has become holler, holler. Mm -hmm. Uh, I got... Uh, so what something I write for the WrestleTalk magazine is the Agony Andy. So people mm-hmm. send in their wrestling problems, and one of the problems this week or this month was that someone uh, commented on our Instagram post to say that they cannot hear that song now without hearing my version instead. Mm-hmm. And last uh, weekend, I was with my uh, partner, and we were watching your song your uh, ass man, I, 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 I mm-hmm. sat her down romantically and said, I want you to see something. I want you to watch Pete's ass. Yes, exactly. Uh, she enjoyed the bit where you looked like you regretted every Wanted to die. you've ever made. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the entire song. And uh, and then we thought, oh, let's rewatch Holler. And then I just typed and I just typed, I was like, oh, what should I search? I said, I'd Andy Danson Holler because I knew that my name was in the title. And then someone has edited Kelly Kelly's theme tune 
or Kelly Kelly's entrance, like just a live entrance on an episode of SmackDown with my music. But we your song on it instead. Oh, God. And it, it's really unnerving. Um, but actually better, mm. I would say. Yeah. You're saying that you're better than Kelly Kelly. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, because Kelly Kelly doesn't sing the song. It's sung by Candice or something like that. Or So you're it... better than Candice is what you're yes. saying. I think so. I think that's fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um or that person on uh, on Quizlemania who thought it was Kelly, Kelly, rather than, <laughs> rather than holla, holla. Um, yeah, but no, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Adam, thank you for, Adam, for your email. That's yeah. very nice. It's always well, nice I'm, to I'm glad that making a difference. I'm glad that your legacy is holla. And obviously my legacy is Jam That Jam because I'm the one that made it, obviously. Um, I see. I don't know. But like I, People like to do this because they know that I get annoyed by it. But there's something about the fact that people go, oh, Pete's jam that jam. And just because I'm like, no, no, no. I want people to know that was me because it's become really important. <laughs> I, I want people to be like, oh, man, what a what a legend. He came up with jam that jam. Um, I don't know why they'd say that because that would be a lie because I made it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Were you even yeah. on that show when I made it up? And how did it come about that people said you made it up? Was it just someone emailed in to say, oh, thanks, Pete, for making it up? Because I'm they thought pretty it was sure. I feel like it was on a morning meeting, actually, that we had where you weren't there for whatever reason one day. And we all collectively said, should we just make it so that Pete's made it up instead of Andy? And we're like, yeah, all right. Uh, so then we just started always, mentioning it on various bits of content. Is it because of the time that I said completely innocently and without meaning, oh, God, I'm a legend. I'm so mm-hmm. glad I came up with this. It was literally life like genuinely life would be different if i just hadn't gone oh that looks a bit like jam that jam that's right that was what it was that was the crux of it that was when you were just like oh by the way guys i basically saved the entirety of wrestle talk by coming up with no, jam but that like, jam you know how it is you know how it do this entire year has been jam that jam we've had the elimination jam royal jamble i was like huh i just thought oh, that'd be it'd be interesting to see how like just different it would have been that's all also, mm-hmm. I've just noticed. Oh no, sorry. I thought I was wearing my jumper inside out, but then I'm not. It's just the bottom bit's curled <laughs> up. The bottom bit's curled up, so I thought that the zip was inside out, but it's not. Content. Uh, oh, Andy. Um, It'll be really cool if, if if one day you can come up with something as cool as Jam That Jam. But yeah, yeah I'm, you I'll try. It was me. Uh, on the Raw podcast, they're doing mm. a segment. I don't know if you've listened to it, uh, but about like who actually. Why would I? Who actors are to them? Mm-hmm. So, for example, Alec Baldwin and Jim Carrey. So I answered this. Uh, I, I sent my answers to Ollie and he read them out. But I'm interested mm-hmm. to see what you think. So okay. if I say Jim Carrey, what mm-hmm. role do you immediately think of? Two come to mind immediately, either him in The Mask or him in Truman Show. So I think I think Luke and Ollie both had The Mask. Mm-hmm. There were a few people who emailed in to say Truman Show. I said Bruce Almighty because that's the first thing okay. I saw him in. Okay. Um, I also thought of the series of Unfortunate Events where he plays Count Olaf. Okay. Uh, because that's my kind of era of rubbish films. Mm-hmm. Not that they're rubbish, just not as good. Uh, Mike Myers. Hmm. I'm annoyed at myself because the first thing that came to mind, well, the first thing was Shrek. Yeah, and then, and then it was Austin Powers. Yeah, no, I think what did the, yeah, I think they said either Austin Powers. What else is he in? I couldn't tell you. 
Yeah, Genuinely. couldn't tell. So you. I said, yeah. So I said Shrek, but I'm pretty sure they said Austin Powers. Alec mm. Baldwin, Boss Baby. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. I did. So I said Team America. Well, Police, because he plays the okay. evil Alec Baldwin. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what they said because I don't know what else he's in. Yeah, like, no, me neither. Like, like I said, he's one of those actors who you know is famous for being an actor, but you have no yep. idea what he's in. Yeah, that's exactly it. Is he in Boss Baby? I just kind of said that. I don't know. Is it? Um, let me try and think of right another now. actor. Uh, Orlando Bloom. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, I would have gone Legolas. Yeah, because I'm not a huge Lord of the Rings guy. So <gasps> makes sense. Uh, oh my God, he actually is. Alec Baldwin yeah. is in Boss All Baby. Right. Boss I was Baby. right. That's your answer. Apparently, that's my answer. I can't. I know he's in lots of stuff. I couldn't tell you what though. At least it's not no. embarrassing. Um, yeah. But earlier, Peter, mm. we mentioned my singing of Hollow, <gasps> your singing of Ass Man. Yeah, I mean, we've already mentioned it on the podcast earlier. Um, mm. But we know now that you're going to be doing F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S, Carmella's yes. theme song, which is great. I can't wait for you to do that. Yeah, I, I've been trying to think how I'm going to sing it. Because mm-hmm. obviously I did Hollow in my deep voice and should Hola. I do Carmella in F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S diamonds on my neck like that or how are you going to do the rapping bit though probably as poshly as possible okay um I mean how I, does it go I don't I, mean, do I it. really I really want you to commit and just like try and do the rapping as rapping and not oh, just be like go? I'm going to do the anti-rap and the anti-sing it goes That's big hair, high heels, and a fur jacket. But I can't do a rap voice. That's but I my can point. do my That's big hair, should. high heels, and a fur jacket. Style so frish, you wishing you could jacket. Frish. See, I, I, said, uh, I just said frish. Frish? Yeah. No, but that's my point, is that you can't do it, which is why you should. That's should, that's why. I See, I had, to, I had to sing on Ass Man, and I can't sing, but I still had to do it. So I but I can't do it like the original because it's a lady who goes. No, that, that's, you're not supposed to. Yeah. No, just try and imitate it in the best way you can. That would no, be so good. I'm not doing that. Would that. Be so funny. <sighs> hey man, we'll it's see. supposed to be a punishment. It's supposed to be a punishment. It's going to be a punishment for people who watch me in a leotard. No, it's not a punishment for the fans. It's a punishment for you. And my small that's package. Yeah. Exactly. God, that's what everyone wants to see, is your small everyone package. Everyone wants to see my small package in a leotard and me yeah. going, money. No, wait, what's her? That, so what's her current? Because every time I watch SmackDown, I go, oh, yeah, she's got a new one. And then I forget what it is. I mean, it doesn't have lyrics or anything. It's just a yeah. It's just, a song. Yeah. 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 It's got that intro bit. And then it's a So I don't even know. It's like It's like harmonies of voices, but not at the same time. It's a weird one. So my my dad, who edits all the all the audio for these, mm-hmm. he really was hoping for Real Man's Man because he mm-hmm. said he was like, I can just do that from scratch. It's such a simple song, and I can just write that myself. Yeah. And he's like, I've got you can. There's lots of good like easy ideas for that. Like he yeah. thinks about the music video as much as I do because that's just him. Um, what a mark! But yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll just have to have sit down for an hour and, and, and plan it out. But you can. D- there's definitely stuff to do. For yeah, I can moonwalk. Yeah, 
that would be 50% of the video done right there. Just moonwalk. Mm. No, better idea. Have it be a single shot of you outside and it's just you moonwalking the entire time. You're just facing the camera, moonwalking away and the camera's following you and you're just doing the entire or, song to camera. Just moonwalking the whole time, which I, by the way, I can't moonwalk. That would make but it like, even funnier. The shot, and then I'm like in a field somewhere and then I just mm -hmm. keep moonwalking. And you and just keep I'm, going. And then I'm on top of yes. a mountain. And yes. oh no, I've spoiled it now. That's perfect. Well, there's loads of great ideas, I think. Yeah. You can come up uh, with some really good stuff, I'm pretty sure. Would you like a dance? You've got to include problem? some floss you've got no, you've got you've oh. got to include some flossing at some point as well. Oh I, it always really hurts my hips. I'm such an old man that I floss I've, too hard. I've never flossed, so I wouldn't oh. have that problem. Yeah. Anyway, we're probably out of time, honestly. Oh, you can no, save can your dance problem I'll for give next you a 30 week. Second one, because I'll forget it. Okay. I went to the shop earlier this week mm -hmm. and in I'm order to buy some you know. ketchup. And they only had the glass bottles, as I'm mm -hmm. showing you on screen. Uh -huh. What's the point of these? You can't get anything out of them. For about half an hour, I was tapping every single point on this stupid bottle. And it wasn't coming out. I actually had to get a butter knife and just scrape it out. And, event and then eventually it got sort of empty enough so that it would come out. But there is nowhere on this thing that actually makes a difference to where you There's your 30 seconds. It. That is up. Time is up. <sighs> there is your 30 second. So then I went problem. and bought this instead. Good, good boy. Anyway, um, also, thank you for saying this and not explaining what it is for a big bottle of squeezy ketchup. Yeah, the actual proper stuff. Um, yeah, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. If you want to email in to us about basically anything, uh, support at wrestletalk.com is the place to do so. Uh, send us your emails, and we shall maybe read them out on a show like this. Get your emails read out. It's fun. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for listening, everyone. We will see you uh, very soon. Uh, we've got AEW Revolution coming next week as well. And also, we're going to be changing up the SmackDown podcast. So for those of you that... Uh, watch the youtube versions of these they're actually going to be going live as of next week um so they're going to be live streamed over on youtube if you want to catch them you can come over to uh the wrestle talk podcast youtube channel and we'll be going live at 3 p.m uk time much at the same time that the raw and aew ones go live as well uh we're gonna be going live at that time over there so yeah um check that out as well thanks for listening take care of each other stay safe we love you very much goodbye Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. 